Well, everybody, has Bobby Roast Beef lost his mind and all of a sudden there's a brand new trivial? Kind of. We'll talk about that in more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Trivial. It's Bobby Roast Beef. It's been a hot minute, to say the least, before, since you've heard from me on this show. Uh, we, uh, I have uh, kind of abandoned that, that, that platform a little bit, been really, really busy with lots of other stuff, but uh, I'm breathing some new life into it right now. And uh, in fact, there may even be a name change happening, but uh, I've got a good guest that I'd like to welcome. We got uh, a guest. What am I saying? Guest. I have a co-host now. Damn it. My co-host is none other than the one and only Bill Adams. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's enough. Uh, Bill, how are you? All right. Nice. Staying in the AC today since the heat's popping up You're lucky. everywhere across New England. You're lucky. And uh, down here in my, my little makeshift studio, the Disco Dungeon, I... Uh, I have a fan that uh, oftentimes is, is, is blowing cooler air over to me in my basement, which is nice, but that fan ceases to work any longer, and I'm not happy about it. Um, so I'm sure I you're am, getting the temp there, because we're supposed to hit yeah. high 90s today, 99, maybe 100 today. Yeah, that's where we're supposed to be, too, and then it's just a mess. Um, so there's a lot that's changing here this this show is just one of many that we're going to go over but the trivial is going to see a name change it's going to see uh, a lot of other things i'd like to incorporate some of the stuff that we did before we're going to have hosts on we're going to talk with hosts directly uh these are speed quizzing hosts of course because uh, bill is also a speed quizzing host but not only that bill is unlike most other speed quizzing hosts in fact bill is a lot like me because bill and i we work for speed quizzing, and uh, we are both the sales team and the tech support team. So when you call us with an issue, uh, it's one of us that you're talking to, either via yeah, voice or text. We're like single moms. We wash and dry. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Hang on. That was that, that was uncalled for. That was uncalled for. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, we, it's like a brand new season. And we have a brand new update of speed quizzing. And with that, there is no shortage of questions. Like everybody is concerned about what's happening with speed quizzing. And uh, we're here to, to try to shed a little bit of light on stuff. Um, so like every time that there's a new update, let, let's talk about the update uh, for, so that everybody knows. The update we're talking about is for speed quizzing pro. It's 4.7. It's available now, and it's got a bunch of new features. Bill, do you want to kind of go through some of those features and list like what's new about it, what folks can look forward to? Um, well, there's a bunch of silly stuff that have happened to it, but, yeah. uh, we fixed a bunch of stuff with the firmware, with the way photos are released. Now, technically photos now do not just send when you need to send them. They're mm -hmm. sent with the questions when, well, when you first upload a, a quiz pack to your game, it automatically sends it all to the devices. Well, now the photos are going with it. So you'll notice that the speed of that is already there because the photos are on the devices. And you don't have to worry about the sending. Now, if someone yep. joins in after you've already loaded the round, yeah, you'll see that one will be sent during the game, but that's a little bit different. Um, audio volume stuff. We've just that's had cool. to rebuild from the ground up to fix some of the back end things. The single app um, mm -hmm. so that web and pro are all in the same. Um, a few little small things. There are some hidden features that aren't fully out in the world yeah. yet. They're coming some photo stuff where teams will eventually be able to have their own photo 
on their device. So like when they're the fastest team, it puts their photo on the live screen and on everyone else's devices, mm -hmm. things like that. But just a few small, small little things, uh, not small, small, but building it from the ground up kind of caused a few issues at times. But yep. we've pretty much worked through with 4.7 and the app of 5.3.4, 99% of all the major issues have been deleted. Um, but there are a few underlying ones that people are still having with. Yes, not using one of our hubs is definitely causing an issue. Yep because it was never designed for us to use on someone else's Wi-Fi network yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And we allowed it, but it was never really designed for it. And the thing is, is that there, there's a lot of people that, that have this idea in their head that somehow, you know, getting into speed quizzing and using our router is like, it's just like a money grab. And what I want to set the record straight as far as all that goes, the reason why we recommend using a speed quizzing hub is because if you're connected properly to a speed quizzing hub with an ethernet cable and you're powering it correctly, then we know what's happening with your network. We, we know the equipment you're using versus if you go into whichever bar you're performing in that night or if you're in a banquet facility and you're doing a private event, a corporate event or something like that. If you're in that situation and you're using another you know, outside Wi-Fi network that's available to you, wonderful. But we it, there's so many variables that are within there with different configurations that eliminating those and us having the ability to troubleshoot you immediately goes out the window. So when we say to you, you know, you are risking it, you know, on your own on, you know, you're taking a big risk doing, you know, using an outside network. It's, it's not just for our benefit to, to be able to help you, but ultimately it's for your own benefit. If you need help, we can help you if you're using the right gear. Cause then mm -hmm. we know what's, what you should be experiencing. Um, there is another thing about updates that just drive folks, a specific audience of folks, absolutely bananas. And it's one of these things that nobody ever remembers. And when I say a specific group of folks, I'm talking about you windows users. Um, when you do an update, a massive Shots update, fired. Yeah, shots fired, baby. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a Windows user. So. Yeah, and I'm a former window Windows user. You know, I'm I'm in, I'm seeing I'm getting help. I'm 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 you know, I'm doing my therapy and everything. I'm trying to become a better me. Uh, but for Windows users that are out there, you know, every time you do a, a major update, there's an there's a chance that your firewall settings are going to change. And when I say firewall settings, I'm talking about you're uh, allowing uh, speed quizzing access to both public and private sides of your firewall. You need to check those boxes. And, you know, it seems like the last major update that we had, you know, and then now we're kind of talking to the same folks. Like, they just don't remember this stuff. And and, and, and some of them are kind of combative about it when we say, hey, you know. Well, and sometimes it, it automatically says, hey, yeah. do you want to check these? But sometimes people miss that and yep. it doesn't pop up or something yeah. like that. But in like in the same breath, some people are like, "Well, I have Wi-Fi. Off. I have not Wi-Fi. I have I have firewall off. Yeah. So it shouldn't affect it." And I go, "That doesn't mean anything. Two totally go, different you things. Still have to allow it. Firewall can be off, but it still needs to be allowed. Yeah. Because we had, like I said, we had a host the other night. Been running games for a couple of weeks. Couldn't yeah. figure out what was going on. It was speed quizzing wasn't even in in the firewall settings. Yeah. It's true. We had to walk through that. And then all of a sudden, oh, look, everyone can work. It all works fine now. Yeah, it's it's been like, yeah, it's a fight. Um, the, you know, and then there's there's a couple of other elements, too, that that this gets down to is the um, 
Um, it, uh, as far as like number one calls that we seem to get when people reach out to us, a lot, another one is always, I can't activate. And you know, you do a little, when I say a little bit of digging, I mean, asking, um, you're trying to activate when's your event is usually the question. And they're just like in 10 mm -hmm. minutes and they're like, I can't activate what happened. And we res generally respond by going, what you're experiencing right now is exactly why we tell everybody to activate in advance because it buys you time. To, and, and, and the the peace of mind of knowing that your activation is ready and you're good to go. Uh, so we recommend the morning of your event. If you want to download as late as possible, make it the morning of your event. If that doesn't work for you because, you know, you have a day job or you're not available or you're up all night working in bars and you sleep late. Well, then activate, you know, the night before. You know, um, while you're at your other event, you know, as long as you've got mm -hmm. great Wi-Fi where you are, you can activate. But activating at your event moments before you're supposed to do this, if there happens to be a hiccup, you're going to kick yourself in your own ass because now there's nothing you, do, you can do. And I, I bring this up because this week, uh, unfortunately, the uh, speed quizzing website was down and it was of no fault of speed quizzing. This was because their provider had a major outage. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it bagged a lot of people and, and I'm going to throw this out there. We had a, a post on the speed quizzing us host group and, uh, Brian Flig, uh, one of our SQ hosts in Massachusetts had posted, he goes, uh, in the, for what it's worth department, I booked an activation and installed the license today for tomorrow's show without issue to which I commented and said, I got you beat. I downloaded mine at my event last night for tonight and Thursday's games. And, uh, I put a little video there because I I think a lot of people don't know this, but you can download multiple activations and they stack. And if you look at that video on this on this mm -hmm. post, and this is in the speed quizzing US host group. If you look in this, I actually zoom in to show you where they line up. It's on the right hand side of the window, right where it mm -hmm. says when it's done installing and you can see all your activations. Um, it'll list them right there and you can do this in advance. So that way, you've again, peace of mind, you know, going in, you're good to go. But well, that's the thing. We have to like squash the false information that seems to be out there yes. where everyone feels like, well, I can't do it a day early or uh, it'll waste it. It's time based. Nope. It's yep. based on the date and time. I can download my game for next year's 4th of July if I wanted to mm -hmm. right now. Yep. And it wouldn't affect it. It's just linked to time and and the date now. So you, you can do it all ahead of time and not yeah. have to worry about anything. It's the same thing with anything else it's just not you know it's not going to automatically use it for you today because you yeah, downloaded it today that's exactly it and the only thing it affects is the amount of questions you get that might be new in the next week yeah or whatever or the next couple of days so that's the only thing it affects i was i was going to point that out that the only benefit to downloading as close to your event date as possible is that you'll be getting the freshest like current events questions that have been put in there slated to go in quiz packs you know for that time so that they're fresh and they're current with that said, if you're downloading your events, or if you're downloading rather your activations for your events throughout the entire week, let's say you do two, three, four, five, like, you know, some of our hosts do five, five nights a week. If you're doing multiple events, download them, them the week of odds are you're not going to miss out on any kind of late breaking news question that's going to drop because it, it takes a little bit of time for these questions to mm -hmm. to get Filtering. into the system anyway and get filtered. So, you know, it, it's like if, if a story breaks that day, don't wait until – 
later in the, you know, cause you're like, Oh, there was, you know, this big, you know, celebrity, you know, uh, death or something. It might be in the, in the quiz pack, you know, it, it might not. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It might not. They make pills for that. They do. They do. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. It's like, just be prepared ahead of time and try to be, if it's your, if you're just basing it because of questions, don't Yeah. be safe. And then I've always said, this is another thing I've said. If you're going to be worried about not being able to have the right questions or you're worried about a game or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The other big safe thing to do is take a two hour time, sometime prep what I call like an oh shit folder. Yes. And just make a folder that yes. says, all right, I have, if you do three rounds, whatever you do for your rounds at your games, yeah. I do three rounds of 20 or whatever you do, write three rounds of 20 quick questions yep. that you can drag the folders in and yeah. drop at any point in time to use. Now, so say you didn't get your questions or they're not the right questions or something happened or say you got to a game and you're really upset because now all your questions, you picked the wrong country and they're all uk based Mm -hmm. look you already have a backup you have all these things you can toss in there and use and it doesn't do anything to sit it doesn't hurt you to sit there but you're already prepared and ready to go and so like it's especially if question managers goes goes down say you're you got your activation but you want to write your own questions to do your own stuff that's why quick questions are like the best fix you can create your own issues um your own quite not issues your own questions and be ready to go and it's just in a folder ready for you and you don't have to worry about yep. um, the internet again and ready to go. No. And I will squash this right now. We cannot just randomly create a key code for you yeah. to activate your Thank software. You. If the site's down, we can't create a yeah. key code. It's not a magic. If we did that, it would actually cause way more issues than yeah. what you think it i'm glad you mentioned that too because there are there's a lot of people that i think reach out when they're like oh i'm not prepared for this event i need your help all of a sudden Uh, and what ends up happening is you know they're looking to us thinking that we're just going to flip a switch and they're going to be live and they're good to go and the reality is is like folks you're you know i'm not talking about wi-fi here i'm talking about the internet like the internet has dropouts it's not perfect it's pretty great but it's not perfect. And you might show up to an event or a location and realize, oh, I can't get to a network. How am I going to activate? You know, it's one of these mm-hmm. things where you really need to take the time to, to plan ahead. You know, um, where are you going? Are you going to have cell phone service? Can you use your phone as a hotspot to connect to if you need to? And I'm talking about those situations where I, I've had this happen. I mean, I've been an event DJ since since 1993. Um you know, when I would go to an event and I needed to, when I started hosting speed quizzing, if I didn't sell par, speed quizzing as part of the package with what I was doing, but I felt like it was right for the event, uh, I would always make sure that I had internet connectivity so that I could download the activation if I felt like it was going to work. I've done sweet 16 parties like that where this was a situation. The poor girl's guests never showed up. 
her friends. It was all her family. And it was just a stinker of a party because, you know, it was just a bunch of like older folks. And I had to try to play a couple of contemporary songs and it was just a mess. So I, I offered to the to the the mother of the birthday girl, I said, look, I said, let me throw in this little trivia game here. We'll at least give everybody something fun to do. And she said, oh, okay, go for it. Now, I didn't open my mouth and then attempt to download and activate. I already downloaded and activated. Because it was, I knew it was worthwhile. It was a shot for me to save this party in it, and I did. You know, they had a great time. So, uh, but it's so, yeah. Go ahead. So I was gonna say something too. I was gonna say now, go ahead. if you if you are these one of these the hosts that likes to wait until you make sure there's more than four teams. Oh, that's my favorite. Before Bill. you activate. Yeah, uh, the, you the, I don't us. know that I actually need an activation for the venue I'm at until mm-hmm. that fifth team comes up, then it's time to panic. I'm going to take that risk. Yeah, uh, if you do that and then get very angry and want to call us and freak yeah. out. That's the risk you I, took. This is a risk you have. We're, yeah. we're going to kind of have zero empathy for you because yeah. it's... We can't. It, you put yourself in this situation. Yeah. I mean... If you if you go on a long road trip and don't put gas in the car and run out of gas, it's not your passenger's fault. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just be mindful that if if you get to an event and you can't get internet, mm-hmm. and you don't have an activation, I don't know what we can really yeah. do for you. I mean, but the other thing that some people don't understand is um, when it comes to easy activating, we've yes through the years of doing this. Easy activated. In the beginning, it was a train wreck, and we fixed it over the years. It 99% of the time works now. Yeah. Easy activate. Mm-hmm. But if you ever get that issue where it doesn't, we also have another option to download your activation. You go yep. to your account, go to your booked activations, and download the key, and then you drag it on top of the software, and it'll activate for you. Mm-hmm. That's a way. another way to do it. Now, I'm not saying if you don't have internet, it's never going to work, but I'm just saying if it's failing, that's a way to fix it. You the, have a way, a workaround. You have another way to do it. Yeah. Um, and it's the same thing you're also going to want to do is if you had an issue and you had to rebook for a different date, you changed one, make sure if you haven't got on the internet since then that you actually download it that way and put it on or easy activate again, or you yeah. won't have the key. It's not because you changing it on the website and it's already downloaded on your computer doesn't mean the the key automatically goes. Yeah, there, okay, it, there's you, a new I thing changed. that needs to be yeah. downloaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a new key. It's a brand new key. Yep, it's it's completely brand new. Which and actually, Bill, you you bring me uh, you raise another point. A lot of folks and and I will say this: a lot of the hosts have gotten much better about this rescheduling and editing their events. If they don't need an activation, you know, mm-hmm. where we're based, we're up in New England. We have four seasons, and you know, winter has takes a toll. And uh, mm-hmm. there are, you know, plenty of times where, oh, hey, we've got a blizzard coming through and, and there's not going to be any events. You know, the bar might close. Yeah. And the worst. Yeah. The worst part about it, it's it's nine months of winter, one spring, one month of spring, one month of summer, one month of fall. And then so we have snow all the time. Pretty much. And, you know, if, if you live in a part of the country where that's what you're dealing with, you should definitely know how to deal with it with speed quizzing. Mm-hmm. So what I would make the suggestion to do is, first off. It just edit your your activation. All you have to do is, you know, when whenever the 
Well, there's a couple ways you can do it. First off, if you're looking at the the weather and you know in advance that that this this venue has a tendency to cancel when there's questionable weather, or if you're an outdoor venue and you know that there's a thunderstorm coming through, something like that, um, and and you you may have a cancellation for one reason or another. What you need to do is as soon as possible, like before the event time, for sure, go and access your account, go to the my activation site and then change the activation. You can change that date and it will just reschedule it. So just reschedule it for the next time you're at that place or your next event anywhere. If you don't already have an activation set up, Mm -hmm. the next one that you need, just move it to that date and then you'll be good to go. Once you've done that, you've kind of saved it. You're you're basically all set. We have a lot of people that reach out and call us because they're just like, I need my credits back. Oh, my God. They canceled and, and I couldn't do it until well, the next day. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's not like we're going to leave you high and dry. I don't if, think if we ever have the next day. We're going to fix it for you. Yeah. And if it happens, in all honesty, if it happens after 7 p.m. on the East Coast, it's harder for you to change your activation. So we yeah. get it. But don't lose your mind about it at seven o'clock at seven ten. it won't let me change yeah and don't call us about we're, we're, that just contact us the morning after because and yeah, the reason is we're not going to leave you high and dry give me an answer we're hosts I can help you, out. you know we're hosts we do games ourselves so when we're getting a call and our game's going on and we're just like yeah okay and generally and this is why i love the text feature is when it's one of those situations we'll just shoot a text and say hey send me a text in the morning we'll fix it don't worry. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. to it. Uh, that's not to say that there aren't offenders that are like, oh, I got to change such and such, you know, trying to pull one over the system. Kind of know well, we, what's going we kinda, on. We kind of fixed that with the yeah. whole we fixed it with the U.S. It automatically picks U.S. If you've been picking U.S., it automatically picks that, that way for quiz, quiz packs. That helps that. Yeah. But also keep in mind, all hosts say that you can only do so many before we have to start looking at your account and so figuring it out. It's a safety net. Yeah. Not. Not a, a parachute guarantee. for you to jump out of a plane. Yeah. That's a good um, analogy. That's a really good analogy. It's it's made it's not it's not a everyday fix. It's a oops, something happened fixed. So just use it sparingly and we'll yep. we'll treat you correctly with it. But we just can't we, we can't fix everything on the fly too. If that's another thing mm-hmm. to go right there. No, absolutely. Um, let's see. What else? What other other topics should we 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 go over here? Anything that we need to? We talked um, about the update. Mul- uh, how about multi ops? Oh yeah, you know what? That's a good point, man. I would love to talk about multi ops. Um, so if if we have any listeners that aren't sure that you're just sitting there like, what the hell is a multi op? Mm-hmm. We're gonna tell you. Um, a multi op is a company that that hires additional hosts that work under them. Most of these multi-ops will set up with what we call a master account. So they have one sort of administer's account where they have uh, multiple other accounts set up for the individual hosts, but they have one sort of e-wallet full of activations and credits that they then can book the times and designate, you know, the user and the the target computer mm-hmm. and everything. So it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a master account. It's something that needs to be set up in the UK. It's not something we set up domestically over here. So if you're, you know, interested in setting one of these up and you run one of these companies, it's easy. Just reach out to Phil over at Speed Quizzing, and uh, he will set it all up for you. But you can get yourself a head start by having all your hosts create their own accounts. Mm-hmm. You know, get it all set up, get there, get everything ready, and then we'll umbrella them underneath that one master account. Yeah, and then you can just literally book for each mm-hmm. account, each computer, yep. things like that. Um, 
make changes stuff like that. if you need to. You do it all yeah, from the master yeah. account. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that makes a difference about master account, if one of your hosts yeah. has an issue at an event, you can't change it as the master. The host has to do it on their end in their account yep. because the a credit's already linked. The credits are already linked to that account. Yeah. Now that being said, this has to be said. Yeah. If you are a multi-op and you have hosts, train your hosts. Yes. Our phone is not for us to be your on-call training service for your hosts. Yep. Had a host a couple weeks ago, a mm-hmm. month ago now. Yeah. Been, like I said, been running a game forever. Been running a game forever and was having issues for like two or three weeks. Kind of find out. The boss didn't give her any training. Didn't yeah. give them any. I mean, and they didn't have anything set up right in the computer. And it's like, here, don't just send your your employees out with no information. They're not yeah. making you look any better. No. And you're trying to blame us when it's you set them up to fail. Yeah. So we're not a training service. Yeah. We're a tech service to help you troubleshoot the stuff you can't even get yourself through. And and there's there's another side of this because there are some multi ops out there that feel like the more in the dark about how speed quizzing works, they leave their hosts. Um, the 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 more likely they are to retain them as employees. You know, they're not going to go off and do this on their own. Um, but in in this one specific situation that we're talking about, where the this this multi op owner did in fact basically hang his own employee out to dry, um, and and you know put the the onus of training said employee on us. There's something that needs to be uh, said is that not only are Bill and I tech support for speed quizzing, but we're also the sales team. So when somebody has questions. You're allowing that employee basically to open Pandora's box and figure out that they can do this on their own. And that's a risk that you take if you don't train your employees and take and take good care of them. You know, Um, they're just going to up and do this on their own because it's not difficult to do. There's a lot of folks that are out there that think that somehow running and operating speed quizzing is this mysterious, very challenging thing that only skilled professionals and the the, mo- the, sh- the most shrewd businessman could could put together. That's not that couldn't be any further from the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, just do your due diligence with your co- with your hosts. Yeah. Take good care and- of your, your company and, and, and their employees and they'll stick around. Correct. And we're just here to help fix the issues when you have an issue. Now, that being said, in the same talk of multi-ops, mm-hmm. if you're a multi-op and you have hosts out working, if your hosts come back and say there's issues to you, yeah. and then you report it to us, we can't fix stuff. We can't, hypotheticals, we can't fix. So if, you're, if your employees aren't contacting us or aren't at the event saying, hey, I'm having this issue right now, by texting us or whatever, we can't fix the hypothetical because I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. 99% of the time, it's envir- It's an environmental issue. It's what's going on, how it's set up issue, or your employee isn't giving you all the information we need. And then going home and then going, I don't know, does nothing for us to help troubleshoot the issue the next time. Exactly. So like, I, I, I can't fix something. I can't actually see what's happening in real time. Yeah, you need to be able to kind of get a, a grasp on on what's going on. Correct. You know? And and we like I said, we don't know I don't know all the particulars if they're if it's 10 hours later they're like, "Yeah, I had this issue last night." Well, 
what was happening. I don't know. Yeah. Was it was it just affecting was it just affecting a certain amount of uh teams was it just affecting ones on certain routers yeah was it just was it just affecting a certain brand of device was it <laughs> all these little things that can be little tiny little tweaks that oh i didn't know think about that and yeah. it's like i can't i can give you a list of stuff to do yeah but you can just try them all it's oh. the same thing always always the three major things always windows make sure the firewall is done yep make sure you're connected via ethernet make sure you got a green icon mm-hmm. and uh make sure um make sure you're not running any other wi-fi near it make sure you're as high as you can go with the router yeah and uh there's just a few little troubleshooting things that you can do and just don't go above and beyond the expansion of what you think you can do with the routers um, so like if you're using an, exp- an extender Extender is hooked up two routers together with a Ethernet cable. Yep. That's different. As long as you can run the Ethernet cable wherever you want to do whatever you want. But if you're running a repeater, which a repeater is going to repeat the Wi-Fi signal from the master. Yeah. It's a different you can't ball of put wax. the repeater outside of the Wi-Fi signal of the original master. Yeah, you it's still got have nothing to, have to repeat. A solid connection. So you've it, got to be. It's not going to repeat anything. Yeah, exactly. So it's those are all things up. like that. And now the fact that we're back to now with the new Black Hub mm-hmm. firmware, the fact that we can do dual masters. That's a game that's changer. That's another, another thing that you can change up. Yep. And now you can run two master hubs, three master hubs if you want. Yeah. But keep in mind also with the software, if your software says, like right now, mine says it's open on my computer. It says 96 connections. That has nothing to do with what's connected to the computer right now. That has to do with screen size alone. Screen size alone, that's what that number is based on. True. If I have this connected with a yellow hub, I can't have 96 connections. 99% of the time it's going to fail when I hit 32, 34, something like that, just because of bandwidth. Oh, yeah. So it has nothing to do – this number that's on the screen has nothing to do with your router. Um, it has to do with just screen size of how many teams you could physically fit on your screen mm-hmm. and still see all the team names, Yep. which now we're working on a new feature where you could do a pop-out screen to another screen and you could have as many as you wanted for other things. But now that being said, with the dual masters, if you have two black hubs in yep. all technicality, you could run 128 different teams. But if your screen says 96, that's all you're going to see. You only see you only see 96. Yep. So that's what the, the correlation between that needs to be said that it also notes it right there on the screen. It says, no, SpeedWizzing 4 has been tested with up to 64 devices with the Black Hub. Yeah. But if you go above, that's fine. And some, go, some people are like, oh, I had like 65 teams. I had 80 teams. I go, that's great. But it doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody in yeah. every situation. Yeah, there is. Uh, I like to compare this a lot to uh, when when people ask about the hub and the actual limits. I had somebody recently reach out and ask specifically, is it a hard 64 where if you try to add that 65th team, it won't do it. And yeah. I said that limitation, I, I often compare to like, you know, I'm, I'm big into the world of fishing and kayak fishing specifically the weight limits on kayaks. It's not that, you know, if this weight limit is 300 pounds on this kayak, it doesn't mean at 301 pounds it sinks to the bottom of the sea. You know, no. What that means is it's at that point that then it starts to take a hit on performance. So realistically, that number of 64, while it's been tested, it is generally working at full performance 
up into that mm-hmm. range of teams. After you pass 64, you start to notice there's, you know, your your pictures, well, maybe not with the, the new update of, of speed quizzing, but when you had to send pictures in, independently, you would notice a bit more time the larger that group of teams had gotten. I've had up to 95 teams connected to a single router. Um, mm-hmm. it, it took some some doing, you know? It really Correct. did. The, the number is based on what we call the stability level. Yes. Of at 64, we found that's the magic number for stability. Like we say you could have 64, probably no problems. Yep. In in perfect situation. Yeah. I'm not talking about 64 devices connected in a in one router in a room that is the length of a football field and that that and you're at one end and the your farthest team's at the other end, mm-hmm. you're not gonna get that sixty-fourth team way at the end to be able to play just because of Wi-Fi's not magic and exactly it can't go that far. Exactly. Um, um so there's one thing I'd I'd actually like to throw out there because I think everybody could could get a little bit of benefit from this. If there's one thing, especially if you're a new host, that's really important. Let's talk about channels. All right. Let's talk about channels, because oftentimes we get a phone call from a host that's freaking out because they're having dropout issues. Dropouts are very, very common. It happens. I mean, we're talking about Wi-Fi, guys, you know, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll get somebody on the horn and, and their voice will literally be in a panic. And this is what they sound like to us. If I'm lying, I'm dying. And the thing is with, with uh, you know, when you're in a panic, we're, we're going to do everything we can to kind of get to the bottom of it. Like, like Bill was saying earlier about asking questions, we want to know about the flow chain. We want to know about what it is that you're operating with. So we're going to ask you questions about power. We're going to ask you questions about your PA system. We're going to ask questions about any lighting. We're going to ask questions about the venue. We're also going to ask questions about your computer and all the accessories that you're using with it. And the reason why we bring this up is that there are so many devices that are out there that can create Wi-Fi interference. And that is generally the primary culprit of uh, any real difficulty being connected or dropping teams. Mm -hmm. Um, The first off, there's a couple things that folks need to know about Um, while, you know, we try to keep as, as stable a connection as we can with devices. Folks, um, and if you know anybody with a self with a smartphone, you probably already realize people treat these these objects like absolute garbage. They destroy them. You've seen them seen them at your games with cracked screens. Sometimes they're almost a decade old. They don't won't hold a charge anymore. It's just they, they haven't they, restarted it since the Clinton administration. Yeah, they have they have ungodly amounts of apps running in the background. So there's a number of things that you can do first and foremost. Number one, take the device and ask that person to restart it. That's that's going to help you a lot. It's basically going to clean all the pipes. It's going to say like, all right, let's close all this stuff out. Um, the other thing too is the devices oftentimes can be an issue. Now, if you're losing all of your teams, that's a signal that it's probably not the device. Um, so we're going to ask a lot about channels, changing Wi-Fi channels, and changing Wi-Fi channels is easy. It's so easy. Your router on the side has a channel change button, a hotspot button. And what that button basically does, it's like presets. It's got, I believe it's channel one, channel six, and channel 11. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is is every time you tap that, it cycles through those channels. 
there's you know 11 channels on the 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi band, and a Wi-Fi network will attach to one of those channels and just stay there and be you know happy as a clam. Um, however, if you've got a printer nearby. You know, if you've got um, if you're using a wireless microphone and it's in that 2.4 gigahertz range. Sorry, mm-hmm. Charlie, that's going to be a problem. You might want to use a wired oh, mic yeah. for that night until you can replace it with something. And that's not in that band. And you're not always going to see the Wi-Fi interference in a Wi-Fi analyzer program on your phone or on your laptop. I recommend having them because if you do have Wi-Fi networks that are causing the issue, you're going to see them. And you'll see why. But you can toggle through those three channels, and if you're still having an issue at those channels, I think overall our advice is, is to get into the cracks in between, mm-hmm. if you can. Um, what And the way to do that is, is actually really, really, really simple. Um, all you have to do on your host software is go to your, your router icon and click it. Especially if you've already updated your firmware and everything on your Black Hub, click that, and it will it will give you access to be able to uh, log in and change your channel manually. You'll be able to pick the channel mm-hmm. you want. Um, the other thing to do is a little tip for all the hosts out there: do yourself a favor while you have your Wi-Fi while you have your Pocket Hub uh, connected. Um, enter in this IP address: one nine two dot one six eight dot two two six dot one. All right. That right there is a direct way if, you know, like I've got some hubs that haven't been updated with firmware and I have to enter in that IP address, open up a browser while you're connected and boom, you'll be able to access it. Mm-hmm. Um, what and that, by the way, that that's yep. on the back of the router. It, it gives is, you the information. Yeah. And in, and there's a we have a pamphlet online, but it literally tells you that. And the password, I mean, the it's username all right is root and the password's quizzing. And then you can change the router name if you want. Yep. You can change whatever you're out, whatever you want in there. Yeah. Uh channels and things like that. Now back to the button. Yes. So just to not confuse people, when you tap the button, say you start on channel one, mm-hmm. you tap it, it's gonna jump to channel six. Yep. Now it's gonna take thirty to 60 seconds to yeah. cycle now teams are going to drop off so it's if people happen. start freaking out just yep. be like hey you need to reconnect yep if six doesn't work tap it again it's going to jump to 11 and then if 11 doesn't work you tap it again it's going to go back to one mm-hmm. things like that so then you can go in and change it if you want to jump to three or nine things like that it's not instantaneous you know no it, it, takes, it takes a, few a minute seconds. yeah it's got to reconfigure get mm-hmm. everything all set and it, it is going to have an effect on any of those connected teams now lots of times you'll see a host that will do this in a break you know, in between rounds. And if, you know, you're just playing music, lots of teams will just disconnect. Um, I, I bring this up because, you know, getting in between those cracks can help if you're in a, an area that's got a lot of congestion. You know, these days, especially in the bar and restaurant business, you have a Wi-Fi network that is like its primary job is not to be there for the customers and the guests to just utilize. Sometimes it is. Sometimes a bar or restaurant mm-hmm. will only have one Wi-Fi network, though, and that sucker is being worked hard. It's it's operating the credit card machines. It is lots of folks are using um, point of sale that are in their pockets now where yep. they'll they'll use sky tabs. Yeah, they'll use. Exactly. And that's that's probably one of the most popular brands. They'll go and and use these to process credit cards wirelessly and remotely. Um, they'll go right to the table, do everything they need right there. Then you've also mm-hmm. got other things that are using their Wi-Fi too. the jukebox. You've got uh, what, what else do you have going on? Sometimes, their printer. They're literally their printers yeah. for their kitchens and stuff all use the same network. A lot of those are Wi-Fi. Uh, too 
Yeah, or they're hardware. But there's just a lot. There's a lot being ran off the same thing, yeah. and that's why you coming in with your own network. You don't have to worry about it. That's I mean, I don't know how many times I've been asked by a venue like, oh, hey, the Wi-Fi is not very good here. Is that fine? I go, yeah, I don't care because I I'll bring my, my own. own network. I don't I don't have to worry about anything because yeah. then it also gives me the peace of mind going changing channels. If I'm using a house Wi-Fi I and there's an issue with channel 11 right now and it's on auto. That'll cause issues, too, because you know what happens with an auto? It's going to jump around yeah. if 11 gets. So now it's going to boot people out mid game. Because it's going from eleven to one, or have, eleven to three, and stuff like that. And I go, so at least with us, we don't have it on auto. Yeah, and you can jump around yourself and test things at work. I have one venue that the venue itself has multiple Wi-Fi networks, but also in their location there is a ton of Wi-Fi traffic networks, not just Wi-Fi interference, but like actual networks, and they're just so congested. And what I have found is that setting that router and leaving it in like either position four or eight works much better because mm -hmm. those 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 and in this one venue, all of their networks that they operate are on auto and they constantly cycle. And they jump. Guess what we just said? One, six and eleven. Yep. And if That's you get in jump. between the cracks, you you get into a right. spot where you're a little bit better. It's not a perfect world. And and this is one of those things where if you're doing like a big ticket event, you know, we've had hosts in the past that that, that do corporate events, huge amounts of money. If you're charging that much money and it's that big of a deal of an event, get in the car, go to the venue and test it. Mm -hmm. Just do yourself a favor. Go and test it. You know, that way, you know, and if there's an issue, then you can reach out to us and say, oh, hey, I, I went and issue. I tried doing this and I was having this issue. I couldn't get anything to connect in there. It's just wild. You know, and we can at least lend a helping hand. We had somebody who had a giant event huge event for some celebrities and showed up to do speed quizzing and had massive wi-fi interference and it was because of the lighting and microphones that were used in that space were operating at 2.4 gigahertz and the cameras too yeah actually. the cameras as well the cameras as well like this can be an issue so you know it's it's one of those things where don't get caught with your pants down and don't let them see you sweat Go ahead and and test things out in advance. Mm -hmm. It's for your also, own safety. Just because you've had no issues for a year yeah. or so doesn't mean something's not changed or something happened or randomly something changed just today. Or so it's not always a given. No. Just like with in the industry of DJing. Yep. Every once in a while, you're gonna have to change your microphone frequency even on radio yeah. because something's going to be in that channel it eventually happens. you're gonna you're gonna run into that issue yeah so don't don't always as assume it's just going to be i'm good we're fine yeah it's just one of those things that separates the hosts you know that are prepared and able to think clearly and 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 put into it to, to get the best product out because ultimately mm -hmm. that's what we want to see we want to see every host do fantastic we want to see everybody right. succeed with this you know i mean what would be the point of us <laughs> wanting people to fail that's not the case whatsoever you know so yes when we when we when you call us and we ask you or you message us and we give you all these questions there's a reason it may seem like we're just trying to we're like trying to blame it on other things yeah but we're not we're trying to troubleshoot 
And if I miss one step, that could be the one step that we just spent an hour on come to find out it was this little thing. Exactly. Which happens a lot. Yep. So if you're using dongles for your Ethernet uh, connection, if say you have a computer that doesn't have Ethernet and you're using a dongle, you do know that those need a firmware on the computer or a driver Mm -hmm. to work correctly. So if you've updated lately and your computer has has been a couple of updates on like your like machine updates, there could have been an issue with that driver that needed to be updated. Definitely. So those are things too, like they're out of our hands because we can't fix things. Everyone's got different connections. Yeah. But those are the, the little things that you can check on your own as well to make sure. Yep. You're not ha- going to have the issues. And we're not trying to like, just, we're just, we have to go through these steps every time because we need to double check our RN yep. to get you to the part. It's like the old IT um, the joke, like from the show, the IT show, did you turn it on and off again and back on, or did you even turn it on? Those are, we, those may seem silly, but we've had hosts that have had those issues mm-hmm. plugging into the computer ethernet wise, but never powering the hub. Yeah, that happens. So, I mean, or, so, I mean, those are things that, or plugging in with the, um, plugging in using their, uh, USB, uh, off their laptop and never plugging in the Ethernet cable and going, nobody can connect. Yeah, because you're not, it says they're, no host found. They're, they're able to connect. Yeah, you. exactly. That's exactly it. Um, we should, I, I'd like to actually mention what the hell does no host found mean? Guys, what it means is that the software isn't talking to the device, the app. That's all it means. It doesn't yeah. mean that the, the, the network has a problem. In fact, if you're getting that, your network's definitely working. Um, what's, what's happening is they're connecting to the network, but the connection to the software isn't happening. And there's, there's reasons why that can come into play. First and foremost, on lots of devices, mainly Android devices, uh, it'll be because mobile data is on. And oftentimes with the uh, Android devices, they're trying to see a constant flow of data to their device. They're always mm-hmm. trying to have some kind of a network connected there with a local area network, the way speed quizzing works. That's not there. You know, it's just the game. That's all it's doing is exchanging information mm-hmm. there. It's a connection point and that's all. But you have to know that if you experience this, you know, there's a couple of quick fixes. You can shut off mobile data. Well, first off, let's back up. If somebody says, oh, I can't connect, I'm getting this error, and they bring your phone over to you, take a look at it, go back to their Wi-Fi settings, disconnect, and even forget that network, the quiz network, and reconnect, and just look at the screen. On an Android device, it will pop up some type of a dialogue, depending on the make of the phone, and it basically says something like, there's no network found on this Wi-Fi No internet, no internet. No internet. They use the word network, but what they mean is no internet, okay? On this this Wi-Fi network, there is no internet. Do you want to stay connected or keep looking or something like that? You want to pick whatever option it says stay connected. An alternative is to shut off mobile data. Now, by shutting off mobile data... You effectively do the same thing. You separate it from connecting to the cellular data. Uh, a cheap and easy way to do it, and I suggest that to, to a lot of people because then there's no forgetting that you've done it, is put the phone in airplane mode. Put it in flight mode and then turn Wi-Fi back on. That'll work great. Um, that's just you know one way to do it. With Apple devices... I forget what the update was, but it was within like the last year or maybe two years even with the Apple devices. It's it's gotten to the point now where speed quizzing actually has a slide in the slideshow for the uh, live screen where the users 
they what they have to do is they have to go to their privacy menu and then allow permission to local networks is what needs to happen. There's a dialog box that pops up on on iOS when you connect when you open up the speed quizzing um, app. Uh, for the first time, and it uh, gives you this option, but there's also the dismiss option or the the do not allow, and some people might accidentally hit that. All, all you have to do is go to their settings, scroll down to privacy, hit that, scroll down to local networks, and then flip the switch for speed quizzing, and you'll be good to go. That's basically like the gist of it. It's 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 pretty pretty basic and pretty simple. But that's all no host found actually means. It's just that the the player. If the device is connected to the Wi-Fi network, the quiz network that you, you're you're using, and it's not making a connection. Now, if you're getting this on a, uh, if you're getting this error on you know another router or another network or something like that, there's nothing we can do for you there because it could be within the uh, configuration of that Wi-Fi network. So again, we're talking only about situations. And I think going forward, we're probably only going to be talking about those situations when a user has a Wi-Fi, an SQ hub, and they're connected to it properly. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all those little, there's little things in these, these phones now constantly want internet. Mm -hmm. So if you don't sever that connection, when we don't have internet, that it always wants to jump to it. Yeah, it's always looking to connect. So another part of the no host found, yep. say someone tried connecting, yep, and they weren't on our our hub or the right network. Yep, they try a few times, it locks the app up. So if they're trying to connect, even though now they're on the new network, yep. it won't let them connect. Yeah. So the best thing to do is close the app. Yeah. And then reopen the app, and guess what? Ninety nine percent of the time, it works. Yeah. Lots of times that's all it is. It's just, it's kind of, it's it, locked up. Yep. You know, so these aren't really difficult things to kind of fix. Um, I would love to kind of go over and make an episode actually. That's just like the, like the SQ hosts everyday carry. You know what I mean? Like the, the EDC for SQ hosts where it's like, what are you, what do you have with you for your events? Maybe we can make that a, a segment. Maybe mm-hmm. we can make that a segment or reach out to other hosts, Bill. We can have them discuss like things that they use, like their rig, their setup, their laptop, their mixer, their microphone. Well, I mean, it's the same thing like like I. I know yep. not everyone does, but I don't want to sit there and fight with people's phones all night long half the yeah. time. So I have phone, I have devices with me that I go, I don't have time to spend 20 minutes figuring out your phone yep. here. Go use this and we'll figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's just how... I don't want to waste time fighting with one device all night long. Yeah. If the yeah, person's having it. an issue all night long, uh, like the first couple questions or issues, they're in and out, in and out, and they're not listening to me. I'm just yep. like, here, I don't have time to wait. And you're going to get mad that you can't play because your phone's kicking out. Yeah, exactly. And then when people don't know, like VPNs, Oh, you have a VPN on your phone. That's going to stop you from connecting if you have it on. One of the first questions I ask people are, are you using your phone or is this a work phone? And I don't know why when people have a work phone, they're just like, I'm going to go to a bar and play speed quizzing with my work phone. Because odds are the IT department that gave you that work phone has already put VPN software on there to connect it from to keep it from connecting to local networks. Because mm-hmm. there's no reason for you to have those on there. They're not thinking you're going to play smartphone trivia. So. Yeah. 
So they're doing that to protect their own investment. I get it. Um, you might not. It might be buried so deep. You might not even be able to shut that off. So yeah. it's one of those things where it's like a player may not be using their brain, which is ironic because I want to play a trivia game. They're going to need to use their brain. They might not be using their brain when they're connecting with a device. If there is one thing, damn it, if there is one thing I have learned hosting speed quizzing in the I started in 2014 since then that I have learned it's that people are infinitely dumber than you think that they are. They are, you know, they can't manage their own phones. They get you, you throw them three simple steps to get connected and they stumble all over themselves like babbling morons. They can't follow instructions. You know, Uh it's, it's crazy. So you got to kind of take that into consideration and you'll have a better experience with the players. Treat them with kid gloves. You know, mm-hmm. like just, just they're stupid. You know what I mean? They're not thinking dummies. right. Yeah. Dummies. And just, I mean, just, I'm not saying they're dummies. They're like, yeah. It's just like, like how many okay. times do you leave after doing a show bill and you're just like, my head hurts. Oh my God. Oh, quite often. I mean, cause I've I got, mean, it's just, yeah. <laughs> I go, okay. <laughs> Ask a question. And then someone will yell out something. Well, this is what it is in Spanish. So I put that letter in. Well, yep. what? I never said anything about Spanish, so why? Yeah. Oh, I thought for some reason I'd get extra credit if I used Latin. Yeah, I was like, no, I I, I, I don't don't care. Yeah, I'm (laughs) I'm glad you had a minor in Latin. I really, I'm proud of you. Hang on. I'm proud of you. But come on. Um, Bill, I'd like to keep this episode under an hour. We're coming up on 53 minutes right now. Um, Let's go ahead. We'll wrap this up. But hosts and any listeners that are out there, two things. I'm going to do the sales pitch, and then I want Bill to do the the call and response. So here's what we'll do. If you're listening to this show and you're like, speed quizzing sounds great as a second job or to generate some additional income, something like that. I have like a shred of a personality, and I can kind of use a computer um you know and when i say kind of i mean like powered on and open a program it's not that difficult it truly mm-hmm. truly is not that difficult uh you can reach out to us at uh, speedquizzingusa.com um i would recommend you reach out and give us uh give us uh, uh, uh an email reach out uh we're on instagram we're on facebook Slide into our DMs. We'll be glad to walk you through it and and talk all about this stuff because it really is it is it is a superior platform than anything. And I'm going to say it. It is a superior platform than anything that's on the market right now um, as far as the flexibility and the the return on investment is amazing. And also for our current hosts, don't undersell yourself, guys. Do not do that. Um, you have a lot of powerful technology that you're using right now, and it engages people in ways that that it can it can turn a, a sh- person with a shred of a personality into an amazing like a rock star if you let it mm-hmm. do its thing. Okay. Um, with that said, our current hosts. I would love to have some feedback from you guys. Uh, what are some topics we should talk about? What do you want us to cover? Either from a trouble support, uh, you know, a, a, a troubleshooting or, or a support standpoint, or possibly instead from a, uh, like a game standpoint, like how all this stuff kind of works. Um, Bill, what's the best way for folks to be able to contact us? Uh, probably, well, first off, the Facebook page or uh, Facebook page info. Info at speedquizzingusa, USA, don't forget that, dot .com, yeah. um, or Bill or Rob at speedquizzingusa.com. Yep. Those are our, our three emails. 
Um, I mean, if you reach out on the website, the speedquizzing.com page, it's going to get pushed to us too, but those are our direct connections. Yeah. Um, always use, if you know us or see us someplace, use the phone number or our email, which is 844-587-4842 is the phone number. Yep. Don't personally go after our personal phone numbers and call us and stuff. Just kind of reach out that way so we can do it the, the business type way, not not yes. friends and family type thing. It's just easier that way. Yep. And, um, same thing with tech calls. Call the tech number. I'm going to go out Which, and just don't show up it. at my house. <laughs> I'm going to go out and just say it like I, when this has been become less of a problem, but uh, hosts that call me directly on my cell phone um, with technical questions or anything like that, I block them. Because that's not how they should be calling me. <laughs> they should be uh -huh. reaching out to me. It's through the tech support line. So you can call and you can text us there. All that information is on the actual Speed Quizzing website. If you ever need any help, just go check it out there. And the number's also on well, the Speed yeah, Quizzing website. Well, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes I feel like a couple of times they'll call our personal phone numbers, but it's like they're using us as the old movie phone, just trying to get information. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, this isn't an emergency. This is, you just wanted to know what day of the week it was? Pretty much. I mean, that's how I feel sometimes. And it's just like, that's why I want you to call the tech line. And if we can't answer, mm -hmm. leave a message yeah. or text us and or do both. You know, the other thing that I'd like to throw out there, too, is that we can't give you business advice on the tech support line. So if you call us and you're like, how do I get gigs? How do I go and promote my events? How do I do this? Oh, I'm looking for ideas on bonus games to make my my game a little bit more unique or to add opportunities for additional points and things. That's not what that's that's for. Um, that's, what, that's what the Facebook pages are for. And, and that's and what the like that. show is for. Like, yeah, it, we'll talk about that stuff there. Have at it, guys. I mean, there's social outlook out, you know, out out. What am I saying? There's social platforms uh, for those kinds of discussion. And uh, the the Facebook group is a great place to start. So, yeah, awesome. Well, this was pretty good, man. I think this is all right. We uh, uh, current hosts, if uh, if you like this, um, go ahead and reach out to us and uh, and let us know. We would uh, like to also know, especially if you want to be talk. Yeah, want to come on and talk? I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'd yeah. love to. We'd love to have hosts on. I did that before with a, a handful of hosts um, uh, in the U.S. and and you know we'll bring some of the U.K. guys on too, especially some of the some of the heavy hitters, like the ones that have been doing it for for ages and ages and ages. Um, and I'm sure we're gonna have Alan on here and Phil and and uh, we might even be able to get John on here. Tell you the truth. Uh, yeah, but also yeah, if you want to be on here, come with tough skin. Oh yeah. We're yeah. not going to sugarcoat anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're going to tell you how it is and how to work around it and yep. things like that. Um, I mean, that's just the nature of what we're going to have to do for the most part yeah. for all hosts. It's just, just conversations, a conversation. Don't get hurt if we say you're doing something wrong. It's yeah. just we're, we're trying, trying to, to help you and, and and put you in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. Trust me, it's it's for your benefit for sure. Uh, anything you want to add before we wrap this up, there, Bill? Mm, nope all right sounds good guys this is uh trivial title pending we're gonna play around with it for a bit and uh we'll we'll let you know when we we do all that stuff thanks so much for listening everybody we appreciate you guys and uh good luck at all your games tonight have a good one and uh let's go make some money mm -hmm.